What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. It's Friday evening here, December 1st. Happy December. Uh, I'm going to get you guys ready for week 13. We're going to go over my start-sit charts, uh, and we'll talk about some of the practice news and all the final weekly uh, practice updates that we need to get you guys prepared for. Let's hop right into a screen share. And uh, there will be a link in the description of this video. I'll probably post it in the comments as well. If you do want to check it out, let's hop right into it with the Sunday early games. You have the Colts, two-point favorites on the road in Tennessee, which is interesting. 46 and a half implied uh, for this game here. Let's click into those practice reports for each team. I think we're in good shape. You know, obviously Jonathan Taylor's out, but otherwise the Colts offense looks to be in pretty good shape here. On the Tennessee side of things, I think we're just looking at Traylon Burks. Uh, and Traylon Burks practiced in full Thursday and Friday. He's coming back soon, maybe not this week. Uh, I think he still needs the clear concussion protocol, but we'll watch for that. Otherwise, both teams in relatively good health for fantasy football. Now, the Colts, I think Gardner Minshew can be used as a QB2 for super flex leagues. You're starting Zach Moss if you have him. Try and get him in there as a running back, too, at least. Uh, I do think he has top 10 upside at the position this week, just with the volume alone. Michael Pittman Jr. is in your lineup, and then I think you want to try and find a way to get Josh Downs in there as your wide receiver three flex in a full PPR leagues. Maybe the Colts defense, but probably not, and then we're just going to leave Pearson Granson here on the bench. Uh, I have, over the last couple of weeks, I've started to add the fantasy points allowed to the bottom of the charts here. So Tennessee, they're pretty much average against quarterback here. They rank 17th, giving up about 16.5 points per game to the, the position here. So I do like Minshew in, uh, in, in DraftKings DFS and things like that. I think he's a decent play this week. Um, and the Titans, you know, they're, they're okay against, you know, running back. They, they were really good earlier in the year. They've kind of been giving up some running back points here. So I do like Moss and then they are really generous to wide receivers and they're really good against tight ends. So play Pittman, play downs, Moss and then maybe Minshew on the Titan side of things. Will Levis is maybe a super flex QB too. I think you're starting Derrick Henry and he's like the lock from this team. Uh, otherwise Hopkins maybe as a wide receiver three flex and then maybe Tajay Spears in deeper leagues. Probably not interested in, in the defense, Chico Conquo, Traylon Burks. Uh, the Colts defense is not great. They, they rank average or, or in the bottom half of pretty much every statistical category. So I do like the matchup here for Derrick Henry. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins can hit his floor. But it's an interesting matchup here. We'll see an AFC South showdown here. Can the Colts keep winning games and stay uh, you know in the playoff hunt? We'll see. Let's move on to the Chargers and the Patriots. Yuck. Chargers are six-point road uh, road favorites here. 41 implied in this one. It's going to be a low-scoring, ugly game. Um, the Chargers' defense, obviously, it's pretty bad. They rank 25th or worst in, in all four positions here um, in fantasy points allowed per game. I think Ramondre Stevenson's the only guy that's a must-start as a running back to flex in full PPR leagues and other formats. Demario Douglas ruled out already so that's going to leave Devonte parker as the wide receiver one if you need help at the wide receiver three flex position i you know with all the bye weeks this week he might be of service to you but otherwise i'm not using the defense i'm not using bailey zappy in super flex leagues i just i'm not interested in this patriots offense despite the matchup at home on the Chargers side it's pretty simple i think you're going with herbert eckler and keenan allen i don't need to tell you guys to play these these players here uh, i do want to pull up the practice reports and see what's going on with the chargers um, cause Gerald Everett's been, you know, kind of in and out of the lineup throughout the year, but he's in full practice all week. I think he can be streamed as a tight end one again with the bye weeks. You might be kind of, you know, stressed out at the tight end spot. So Everett makes a little bit of sense here and that's pretty much it, man. I think the Chargers defense is startable. If you need someone in an emergency, I'm not starting Guyton and I'm not starting QJ. I'm not starting Josh Kelly or Donald Parham. So it's kind of an ugly game. 
you know, Herbert Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Ramondre are the guys that you want in your lineup. But we'll move on to a, a more exciting game, hopefully, here. The Lions at the Saints. Lions four-point favorites coming off a bad Thursday Thanksgiving loss. 45 and a half implied in this one. Let's double check because there's injuries uh, on both sides here, especially New Orleans. Let's look at that one because we we're kind of watching the health of Chris Olave here. He left last week with the concussion. Um, he's full practice today. I think he's going to play, you know, limited yesterday, yesterday, limited on Wednesday and a full practice today. I would say he's done enough here to play in this game here. So I think if you're holding out for Olave, it looks good. Uh, obviously Rashid Shahid already ruled out. Kendra Miller already ruled out. That's pretty much it. Uh, on the Lions side of things, I think they're actually in good shape here. Nobody on offense that we need to really worry about. They did give David Montgomery a limited tag on Wednesday, but full and full, and then they actually removed his injury tag, so he's good to go. Um, so fantasy points allowed. Uh, the Lions, man, they're really good against running backs, but they're bad against QB, wide receiver, and tight end. Um, so... You know, I think Derek Carr, QB2 for Superflex League, you're still going to start Alvin Kamara. You're going to play Olave if you have him. Uh, and then I do think Taysom Hill can be streamed as a starting tight end. And Jawan Johnson, just with the, you know, down Rashid Shahid, down uh, Michael Thomas. Maybe Jawan Johnson is the second or third target in this game here. And then if you are in a deeper league, A.T. Perry could be picked up and put on the bench. Probably not going to play the Saints D, though. We'll leave all these other jokesters on the bench. Uh, the Saints defense, let's take a look at this uh, unit here. They're allowing tight end points. They rank 21st here. So I do like Sam Laporta in this one. Otherwise, they're top 10 in all three quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, quarterback, though, they allow about 15 points per game. I think Jared Goff is more, you know, a super flex QB2 option. I don't really know if I trust him as a QB1. For running backs, I think you're still starting Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. They are the lifeblood and heartbeat of this offense. And then receiver, yeah, it's a tough matchup, but Amon Ross St. Brown's not uh, not going on our bench. So continue to start you know, your lines. It's pretty simple. Goff is a super flex guy. Gibbs and Monty, they can both kind of be you know fringe RB1s. I think that's kind of where I would rather rank them. Uh, and then, yeah, Laporta and Brown are in your lineup. The Lions defense is startable. You know, I, I don't think this, the Saints offense scares us a ton. Keep monitoring Khalif Raymond's, Josh Reynolds, and Jamison Williams. But interesting game here. The Lions, you know, they're still atop the NFC North. They're coming off a bad loss. The Saints, they need to stay, you know, in the hunt in the playoffs and the NFC South as well. So interesting game there in the NFC landscape. Falcons and Jets, uh, yucky. Uh, Falcons, three-point road favorites, 34.5. This one's really ugly, low scoring. Let's take a peek here at the injury reports for Atlanta. Atlanta's in good shape. Nobody to worry about here. And then the New York Jets. I know Brees Hall was on the injury report all week with a hamstring. They're saying questionable for Dalvin Cook, questionable for Israel Bonikanda. So the running backs are uh, limping into this one just a little bit. You have Brees Hall full practice today, so he's fine with the hamstring. Uh, but otherwise, you know, a lot of names on this list here. Uh, so the Jets... A lot of full practices today, though, but they are kind of limping into this one a little bit. So Falcons, I, I think for me, this Jets defense, it's really good, but they can't stop the run. They allow the 28th most uh, running back points per game here. This is a good matchup for Bijan Robinson. So you're playing Bijan and then Drake London, and it's a tough matchup. The, the Jets are the second best against wide receivers here. So I like the Jets defense in this one. It's going to be a lot of Bijan Robinson. If you need Drake London, he's a wide receiver three flex. 
You can start the Falcons defense, though. Uh, we're going to leave Ritter, Pitts, Janu, Algier, all these guys here on the bench. It's pretty much just Bijan and then maybe Drake London. Let me know if you have questions there. Uh, for the Jets offensively, I think Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson are the only two you guys are considering. They're both, you know, Brees is an RB2. Wilson is a wide receiver three flex. He's actually continuing to play pretty well. He's had one bad game all year, so I, I still like Garrett Wilson. The Falcons defense, though, <clears throat> it's sneaky good. They, they do allow quarterback though uh points and tight end points they're top 10 though actually they rank second against running back in eighth against wide receiver so it's tough matchups for Brees and wilson we'll see uh if tyler conklin or tim boyle can make some some moves there at the tight end and quarterback position but ugly game here this is probably the worst noon game of the weekend falcons minus three start Bijan. start Brees and wilson maybe drake london Moving on to the Cardinals and the Steelers. I'm actually excited about this game. Let's pull up the practice reports here. The Cardinals are hurt. Alrighty. So I don't know what's going on with Marquise Brown. He's got a heel injury, did not practice Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Yet they're labeling him questionable. They did not rule him out. So he's gonna go through um he's gonna go through warm-ups on Sunday morning. So we'll watch for that. <clears throat> and I will be doing a live show on Sunday morning. If you guys want to hang out, I go live at 10.30 a.m. Central Time. We'll cover all the actives and actives and answer any questions you guys have. But I don't know what's going on with Marquise Brown. With that being said, they do they did rule out Michael Wilson. You have Zach Pascoe questionable. So <clears throat> that's going to leave Trey McBride, Greg Dort, and Rondell Moore potentially as the top receivers in this one. I do think Rondell Moore should probably be owned in deeper leagues, but Greg Dorch needs to be picked up right now as well. He's been playing good double digits the last two games in a row. We'll see about Marquise Brown. Otherwise, McBride's fine. The running backs are healthy. Uh, let's take a peek here at the Pittsburgh Steelers. And nobody ruled out. Steelers are actually in decent shape for this one. Um, Deontay Johnson had a day off on Thursday, full practice today. Overly not concerned about this. It's looking pretty good here. <clears throat> On the Cardinals side, uh, well, first of all, the Steelers are five and a half point favorites at home, 40 implied. We're excited about this offense a little bit now. You're going to play both Warren and Najee because Cardinals defense is bad. They rank 31st here against running backs. They also allow quarterback points here. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kenny Pickett's a nice quarterback two option in super flex leagues. Play Jalen Warren, play Najee. I think you want to continue to play Deontay, Pat, and George Pickens. Let me know if you guys have questions. I know Deontay and George are kind of annoying flex plays, but uh, I think they can have a decent matchup in this one. And then start the Steelers' defense. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, start the Steelers' defense in this one. It's at home. It's a low-scoring game, five-and-a-half-point favorites again. We're not super scared of the Cardinals' offense. Uh, and then, you know, for the Cardinals' side, like, the Steelers are pretty good here. They rank really good against QB. They're kind of average against running back and receiver, and then they are pretty stingy against tight end. So, Kyler Murray, more of a QB2 for Superflex Leagues. I think he can be a fringe QB1. Uh, you're probably still starting James Conner, but he doesn't really quite have that um, – RB1 upside that he did earlier in the year when he was healthy. Uh, again, Marquise Brown, we'll see if he is going to play on Sunday morning. You're playing Trey McBride if you have him. And then again, yeah, even if Marquise Brown plays, I still think Greg Dortch can be of use to you. I'd rather play Greg Dortch over Rondell Moore. I think Greg Dortch is going to be on a lot of my DraftKings lineups this weekend. So keep an eye for Marquise Brown's injury, saying no to the Cardinals defense. And then, hey, uh, pick up Michael Carter. If you guys play in a PPR league, a 12-team PPR league, pick Michael Carter up. He, uh, he he might be the third down back going forward. So interesting game here. We'll see if the Cardinals can steal one on the road or if the Steelers can uh, keep on winning. 
<clears throat> Dolphins at Commanders, minus 10 here for the Dolphins on the road. High point total of 50.5. This is one of the highest scoring games of the weekend. I think both teams are in pretty good health for fantasy-wise here. Let's take a peek here. It's a lengthy list here for the Dolphins, but they haven't ruled anybody out. they got a couple guys questionable, a lot of offensive linemen questionable here, but I think they're going to be fine. Tua's healthy. Raheem Mostert's been limited the last two days. Tyreek Hill limited the last two days. Uh, and Devin, Devon A-Chain full practice today. So he's playing. Uh, if we go look at the commanders real quick. Nice list for the commanders. Really nobody to worry about here. So this is looking good for their health. Uh, now, with uh, that being said, the commanders are the worst team against quarterbacks. They ranked 31st against wide receivers. They do allow running back and tight end points as well. But you want to take advantage of the Tyreek. Waddle and Tua, you're playing all these guys here. You're playing Raheem Mostert if you have him too. I know Devon A-Chain's back, but I still want to give Mostert the benefit of the doubt. He's been a touchdown machine all year. And then with Devon A-Chain, man, like I'm a little bit nervous. I, I wouldn't mind benching him, um, especially if you have good options ahead of him. I wouldn't mind letting him, you know, get back into the fold here. I don't think he's going to come in and get a, a bunch of carries after, you know, he was on IR. He came back and got hurt right away in that first quarter. And we haven't seen him uh, for a couple games now. So I think I'm being cautious with A-Chain. I think he's more of an RB2 flex. <clears throat> I do think the Dolphins' defense is startable. Wilson Jr. and Baxton Berrios on the bench there. Uh, the Dolphins' defense not that great. So I do think there's some options for the commanders to have some fantasy points here. They The Dolphins are allowing the 18th most points per game to the quarterback. They rank 24th against wide receiver and 23rd against tight end. A little bit stingier against the running backs. Now, with that being said... Sam Howell, I view him more as a QB2, uh, but he can be a streaming starting tight end or quarterback one. Continue playing Brian Robinson. He's been getting a lot of volume, and, and hey, he's been catching a lot more passes than I think people expected. You're playing Terry McLaurin. I think you're playing Logan Thomas if you need to start him. And then Curtis Samuel, man, he had a great game on Thanksgiving. You're playing Samuel, uh, maybe Jahan Dotson and, and Antonio Gibson in the flex, or RB2 flex for Gibson if you need it. I think it's going to be high scoring. Um Tyreek's not going to get Tyreek might go for 200 and a couple touchdowns in this one. So uh, I think this game's going to be one of the more exciting games. It's probably going to be on the red zone channel quite a bit. So make sure you get players in this, in your DraftKings lineup and some exposure uh, in other formats. <coughs> Broncos at the Texans, Texans three point favorites here at home, 46 and a half. Let's take a peek at those practice reports. Alrighty, Jerry Judy, full practice today. He didn't practice Wednesday, limited Thursday, full practice. He's good to go. Marvin Mims, full practice today. Looks like he's good to go. Overall, nothing concerning here uh, for the Broncos. On the Texans side, we know their receivers have been dinged up. Uh, Noah Brown, questionable. He didn't practice today, which is weird, after limited Wednesday and Thursday. Dalton Schultz has been ruled out, so we'll talk about Brevin Jordan in a second. CJ Stroud is listed as full participant all week. And Tank Dell didn't practice on Wednesday, limited and limited the last two days here. Uh, otherwise, Robert Woods, DMP with a non-injury. So we're, we're watching for Noah Brown, it looks like. Everything else looks fine. Uh, if we go look at the Texans offense, you're playing CJ Stroud. I think you're playing Devin Singletary as a low-end RB2, especially in PPR leagues. He kind of took over that third down role last year or last week. You're playing Tank Dell. I think you're playing Bre uh, stream Brevin Jordan. If you need a tight end, uh, the Broncos here, they rank dead last against the tight end position. They rank dead last against running backs and tight end. So I'm open to Singletary as RB2. I'm open to Brevin Jordan as a top 10, top 12 tight end this weekend. And then Nico Collins, man, he's going to have a tough matchup against Pat Sertan Jr., but I think he can be a wide receiver three flex. 
Maybe the Texans defense, but probably not. Again, Dalton Schultz out, Noah Brown questionable. I don't trust Damian Pierce. Um, I still think he should be held on to on the bench in deeper leagues. Uh, on the Broncos side, it's pretty simple. I think Russell Wilson's super flex only. <clears throat> Javante Williams is kind of a low-end RB2 play. Cortland Sutton's in your lineup as a wide receiver three flex. And then Jerry Judy's like a true flex bench decision here. So let me know if you have Broncos questions. But Texans defense, man, um, they're okay. They rank 23rd in points allowed here to the quarterback. So I do like Russell Wilson. Uh, I also don't mind Javante Williams and maybe even Samaj P. Ryan. If you guys want to pick him up and stash him, I think he's looking good the last couple games. And then keep an eye on Greg Dulcich here. So Broncos, Texans, man. Broncos coming in hot. Texans are already hot. This game is probably one of the more fun early games of the weekend. Let's move on to the Sunday late games. And we'll be quick with this one. Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's look at the Panthers injury reports. Of course, they just fired Frank Reich. Overall here, uh, Hayden Hurst ruled out Jonathan Mingo full practice today. Offense looks fine. Nothing really too worrisome here. If we go look at Tampa Bay, uh, I know Chris Godwin is a true question mark here. They've already ruled out Levante, David, and Jamel Dean. So Tampa Bay's defense a little bit uh, dinged up here. And Devin White's been ruled out. Wow. And Mike Green. So uh, Godwin's the one for fantasy, though. Questionable the neck injury. He was limited on Thursday, DNP today. Doesn't look good for Godwin. Uh, it might be a big Mike Evans day for you guys. So uh, Buccaneers side, they're six-point favorites at home. 37.5 total implied in this one. Baker Mayfield's a super flex QB2. You're playing Rashad White and you're playing Mike Evans. I don't think Godwin's going to play, so you might not have to worry about that decision. I don't know if I trust Godwin even if he does play. And then start the Bucks defense. And, and maybe if Godwin doesn't play, that might make Cade Otten an interesting tight end one streamer. Um, the, the Panthers do allow a ton of running back points. So I like White. And again, if no Godwin, I like Evans quite a bit. Tampa Bay's defense allows quarterback, receiver, and tight end points. I just don't know if the Panthers have the juice to uh, take advantage of this. So I, I don't have Bryce Young as a super flex play. If you need him, I suppose he's fine. But otherwise, Thielen... And, and Chuba Hubbard, these guys are both kind of flexes. RB2 flex for Chuba, wide receiver three flex for Thielen. Let me know if you have questions on the Panthers. Overall, not too excited about this game. <clears throat> kind of excited for this game. Browns and the Rams here. Rams four and a half point favorites at home, 39 and a half. Uh, the Browns, man, they're going with Joe Flacco. So I have Joe Flacco ranked as a super flex QB2. If you need help there, man, he, he's going to throw the ball a lot. Uh, I do think Jerome Ford's a running back too. Cooper says he's going to play. He had the rib injury last weekend, and I think he did not practice Wednesday, but he was limited the last two days. Limited and limited Thursday and Friday. He says he's going to play, so I believe him that he's going to be out there. Um, otherwise, that was really the only other major injury that I was watching. Of course, Dorian Thompson-Robinson ruled out with the concussion. And then, hey, Denzel Ward ruled out uh, the cornerback here for the Browns. Otherwise, um, David Njoku has been a top five tight end the last – five games or so. So you're playing Najoku. I think if you have Cooper, I might want to try and get him in there. Uh, Elijah Moore, if again, with Joe Flacco out there, he might just throw the ball 40 times. I think Elijah Moore is a PPR wide receiver three flex. You can start the Browns defense. I'm going to leave Hunt and then keep an eye on Cedric Tillman. He's the clear number three receiver in this offense with Cooper dinged up. You know, he might be someone to note in the future. On the Rams side, let's look at their injury report. It's actually not that long. Um, they've already ruled out a safety. 
Cooper Cup's been practicing in full all week. And then it's nice to see Puka Nakua not even on the list. So what do you do here? Because the Browns are just so good. They rank first against wide receiver, first against tight end, third against QB, and 12th against running back. Well, I think I think you're playing Kieran Williams for sure. Matthew Stafford maybe as a super flex QB too. This offense kind of came to life last weekend with Stafford throwing, I think it was four touchdowns and having his best game uh, of the season. So there, there's some momentum here with the Rams. And you know, what's crazy is like, they didn't even like use Cooper cup or Nakua last weekend and they still threw four touchdowns. So I think Cooper cup and Nakua, I'm going to try and get them in my lineups as wide receiver, three flexes. The Rams defense is startable. I think Tutu Atwell maybe could even be flexed if you want. He's a big play threat. I don't trust Tyler Higbee. He did catch two touchdowns last weekend, but I just don't trust it. And then Royce Freeman could be stashed as a handcuff to Kieran Williams. But fun game here. The Rams <clears throat> sitting at five and six. They're just one game out of the playoff race right now. And Cleveland's still trying to hang on to their final playoff spot. Uh, now we're going to get to what I think is the game of the day here, game of the week, 49ers at Philadelphia. 49ers are two and a half point road favorites here against Philly. Uh, 47 implied in this one. Start everybody. This is the game you want to attack in DraftKings and DFS. I think Brock Purdy is a QB1. Obviously, you're playing Christian McCaffrey. you got to get Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel in your lineups, and then George Kittle, of course. 49ers, that's what I like about these teams. They're, they're really simple. We know who's getting the ball. We know that we just have to leave these guys in our lineups every week. I probably don't want to play either defense in this one, San Fran or Philly. I think this game, again, with 47 points implied in this one, that's going to basically be like, what, 24 24-22 ish, 24-23. You know, I, th I think it's one of these teams. The winner probably has 30 points or close to it. So uh you guys can stash Elijah Mitchell. Keep an eye on Jawan Jennings in case Ayuk or Debo get hurt. Uh, on the Eagles side, Dallas Goddard got a practice in today, which is very uh very nice. He's listed as doubtful. I don't think he's gonna play this weekend, but hey. Week 14, it's looking like Dallas Goddard's back. And I know there's a little bit of a rumor where Zach Ertz might sign with the Eagles. We'll see what happens when that does. But uh, either way, I'm optimistic that Goddard's going to be back out there next weekend. You're obviously playing Hurts, Jandre Swift, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Continue playing these studs here. And then, yeah, say no to the Eagles defense. And then just continue to monitor Kenneth Gainwell. If anything happens to Swift, Gainwell's going to be the guy that we're looking for. But uh, the Eagles defense, man. They rank 31st against QB and 32nd against wide receiver. So I have a very good and, and 25th against tight end. So I like Purdy, Ayuk, Samuel, and Kittle. That's been the matchup I've been attacking in setting up my DraftKings lineups and in other lineups as well. So enjoy this one. This one's got uh, number one NFC seed on the line here. Great game. Sunday Night Football, Chiefs at the Packers. Packers winning three of their last four games, having some momentum here. Chiefs are six-and-a-half-point road favorites, 42-and-a-half implied. It's a little bit low scoring here. Chiefs offense has been kind of stuck in neutral the last couple of weeks here, but I still think you're starting Mahomes. You're starting Pacheco. He's actually probably my favorite play on the Chiefs in this one, the Packers are pretty solid against QB, receiver, and tight end. They do allow running back points, though. So Pacheco <clears throat> probably going to be the focal point of this offensive attack. You can play Rasheed Rice as a wide receiver three flex. You're playing Kelsey, obviously. And then in deeper leagues, I do like Justin Watson. Chiefs defense is startable. They're one of the better teams in the league right now. They're probably a top five, top 10 defense. And then monitor Sky Moore. I think McKinnon's going to play. He was practicing this week. Uh, and then Clyde Edwards-Alaire just on the bench here. And I believe Kadarius Tony's going to play. On the Packers side, Jordan Love's probably just a quarterback, too, for super flex leagues. If you need to stream him as a QB1, I think he's going to be, you know, right between QB12 and 15, somewhere in that range. You can play A.J. Dillon just as a volume play. He's going to probably touch the ball 15 times. 
I don't know what's going on with Jaden Reed. He didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. He was limited on Friday. You know, Aaron Jones has already been ruled out. I think with Jaden Reed, Watson, and Dobbs, you know, it's kind of like playing whack-a-mole. All three receivers are wide receiver three flexes. And Reed's been the most consistent one all season long. Dobbs has to catch a touchdown to be relevant. And I think Christian Watson has some momentum going right now. So I do like taking a shot on Reed, Watson, or Dobbs. Uh, even though the Chiefs defense is pretty good against uh, wide receivers, they rank ninth best under 30 points per game to the wide receiver position. Um, maybe the Packers defense, again, the Chiefs offense has not been fantastic. And the Packers do actually rank okay in all the categories here. If you need a tight end streamer, I suppose Tucker Craft can be someone that you look at. But again, the Chiefs are pretty good against tight end. And then Monard Dontavian Wicks. If you don't have him in a dynasty league yet, go check and see if he's available because I like what he can do as the number four receiver. But fun game here. We'll see if the Packers uh, can steal another game from a good team here. It's in Green Bay. Anything can happen. We'll see. Fun Sunday night, though. And we're going to finish with a not-so-fun Monday night football game here. Bengals at the Jags. Uh, did Travis Etienne practice today? He was the one we were watching all week. And I believe a lot of people picked up a lot of people picked up Dearness Johnson this week, uh, but Travis Etienne limited and limited the last two days. I think he's going to be fine. So uh, what do we do here? The Bengals, they're just a below average defense here. They do allow a lot of tight end points. So I like Evan Ingram. Otherwise I think, yeah, you're playing Lawrence Etienne. I think you got to continue to play Ridley and Kirk and then you're playing Evan Ingram. So very easy Jaguars. We know what they're doing on offense. We know the players that they're going to use start the Jags defense as well. Keep an eye on Zay Jones. He's back and he's in the mix. Uh, and then I do think Dearness Johnson, now that ETN's got the chest injury, you want to pick up Dearness Johnson if you can. Um, the Jags defense does allow quarterback points, receiver points. So can Jake Browning do something here? I do think he's a quarterback too in super flex leagues. I'm, I'm open to him being a top 24 QB this weekend. I think if you have Mixon, you can play him. You know, volume might be there. Uh, Jamar Chase, I think you're going to continue to play him. I'm not sure on what to do with T Higgins. T Higgins was practicing this week. I just want to see if he was full today. Full practice today, limited on Thursday, nothing on Wednesday because they don't practice on Wednesday for Monday Night Football. But T. Higgins on track to play. I think if you're if you're trying to hold out for him, he's a wide receiver three flex. I would prefer not playing him in this one and letting him, you know, see what he looks like before I trust him out there. Uh, otherwise, probably not using the Bengals defense. Tyler Boyd and Tanner Hudson leave these guys on the bench here. Not a very fun uh, Monday Night Football game. But, hey, man, last night was fun. Thursday Night Football, uh, fantastic game for fantasy football. So, but there you go. That's our week 13 start sit. I will be doing a live show Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. Central Time. If you guys want to hang out with me, please do. Uh, we'll go over again all of the practice reports and all the late inactives, actives, and I'll answer any questions you guys have. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. A lot of college football games on tomorrow. Enjoy it. We'll see you guys on Sunday. Peace.